Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. No, just kidding. Oh, I'm already giving spoilers out there. Oh, shoot. Oh, what did I just do? Oh, man. It's all good. Uh, we got a little something special for everybody today. It's uh, it's a couple things. It's, it's Black History Month. It's WrestleMania season. It's uh, Revolution season. It's, it's everything is wrestling, you know? Yeah. All the time. So we had to bring back. James Carr. I appreciate yeah. the invite, man. It is Black History Month. You needed somebody here for the culture. That's right. That's right. We can't do it. I know. Time to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can, but... <laughs> yeah. It's much better to get the perspective, you know? Of yeah. course, um, of course. Yeah. yeah it's, so, yeah, it's, it's been a while. Uh, you, were, you were here uh, a few years ago. Right. We did a wrestling uh, draft and Quite honestly, we just need to get you back more often. I don't know what we were doing. I mean, I've um, been a busy guy, but I would love to come back and, and help us. I know more than just wrestling, but. I, you're right. You're right. So we'll come Andy, to it right now. And he's put you in a box. We'll have Jay Carr coming back. I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I take some of the blame for that because I was just like. He's like, we should get James on. And I was like, well, we did wrestling last time. Let's do black wrestling and like, talk about some good fucking wrestlers. So, like, Yeah, so it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be cool. But things are a little bit different. I used to not have, uh, you know, a rap intro. And now <laughs> he does. we do a rap intro every time. It's pretty official. Yeah. 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 So – from San Antonio, had to bring back Jay Carr. Because if we talk in wrestling, he's been a fan from the start. What we talking today just ain't regular. These are some of the best ever wrestlers. Trailblazing, but not from Portland like Dame. Some Jackie Robinson who changed the damn game. Fresh Prince and Princesses like Ashley and Will had the talent, but had to show more than just skill. Maintain their cool with races who get lippy. Travel territories from Memphis to Mississippi. Easily some of the most entertaining. Like top-shelf liquor the bar has been raising. Athletes who show us things never seen. Deal with bosses who gimmick obscene. Creating a culture to spark the future. Making moments where you remember where you were. Setting a new standard for excellence. Yes, sir. These are some of the greatest black wrestlers. Bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Don't count unless you got an ad lib in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, this, this is going to be a fun one. Um, like, man, there's so many directions we can go. I'm, I'm curious. Um from your perspective, like you've been a lifelong wrestling fan. You're probably the biggest wrestling fan I know. And this is a wrestling heavy network um, that we're on. Um, Like your perspective of like how that's changed from like the mid eighties to like now. It's so funny. I was watching something, I think on TikTok last night where a guy was talking about how the internet wrestling community has changed so much about how we watch 
sports entertainment these days. And we tend to, and I'm, you know, I'm 38. So I tend to like a lot of the things in the past, just like, you know, all of us, when we didn't know as much of the behind the scenes stuff, Mm -hmm. we've become less fans and we've become more critics yeah, of the wrestling yeah. oh, game. Wow. Like we're not we're not really into to fandom quite the same. And I know from just how I watch, like I, I have a lot of friends who have been wrestlers, referees, producers, like a lot of people have kind of brought me onto the inside of, of things which can be great and cannot be so great at the same time. So I know I watch uh, wrestling a lot differently. I look more to like the entertainment and athleticism. But if somebody asks you, "Well, who's your favorite wrestler?" I have no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, it's, right. it's completely different now. Um, like, what week is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah, good point. like which what storyline are they running right now? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we're watching from a different lens now. We're watching from a lens of where we're kind of booking territories in our own heads, where we're looking for the company. Um, decisions that they make with, with us pretty much knowing directions before moments just happen. Like if we yeah. didn't have uh, Twitter and dirt sheets and access to those things, maybe we would enjoy wrestling a little bit more. I don't know, but um, you're probably right. You're, you're probably right yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that the makes curtains have been sense. pulled back. Yeah. Yeah. So now they almost have to be even better than they used to be. Correct. You you notice that they rely a lot more on athleticism and moments more than they had stories. I was watching this uh, timeline show earlier today about all the storylines were so great back in the day. I was watching Brett and Owen Hart um, and their storyline, which began in November at Survivor Series, goes to WrestleMania with Owen beating his brother. Then they get a whole SummerSlam uh, main event with Owen and Brett in the cage. November all the way to August. That's a whole nine-month story arc. Wow. You don't see see that. This uh, in this day and age, you know, in this yeah. day and age where we have pay-per-views every month uh, with WWE. Premium have, live events, you mean? Yeah, premium live events. They have <laughs> five hours of television each week that they're trying to fill between two different yeah. brands. And we don't see the same level of trust and performance that we did back then. So it, it, it there's some holes in some of the wrestling boat. But at the same time, I'm going to WrestleMania uh, next month. It'll be my ninth one, so I'm looking forward to it. That's crazy. Nine yeah, of them. Nine WrestleManias. I made a promise when I was a kid. I mean, I'm going to give you a quick story. I don't want to take up too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do it. it. Do but, it. Um, so I'm from Queens, New York, and, and WrestleMania 10 was in Madison Square Garden in 1994. So we had a – With Brett Noen. With Brett Noen, right? <laughs> so we, in my elementary school, they sponsored like a contest, an essay contest of – Whoever writes, you know, the best essays will get a ticket to WrestleMania and you'll get a ticket to Fan Fest and Homa. And I was so hyped. I hadn't been to WrestleMania at this point in time. And um, my favorite wrestler at the time was Bret Hart, but I knew everybody was going to take Bret Hart. So yeah. I didn't want to make another, uh, yet another essay. I wanted to stand out a little bit. Mm. I made my essay about Tatanka. Wow. I did not, and my essay was banging, but I did not get selected to go to WrestleMania. And um, I watched some of my friends go, and I swore anytime I had an opportunity to go to WrestleMania, (laughs) I'm going to make it work. As long as it's not, you know, crazy expensive with flights, tickets, hotel. You always need tickets, but if I don't need uh, two out of the three in terms of of like travel, a car, and a place to stay, if I only need two of those things, I can go. So with it being here in Dallas, um, I don't need a flight. 
I got a car and I got a, an Airbnb. <laughs> I can go. Yeah, so yeah. um, we'll see. Next next year it's in Los Angeles. I will not be there. Way too expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. But it's fun, man. And I love the, like the the different events that go around WrestleMania. Yeah, the surrounding events. Of, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. Man, we had tickets to go to WrestleMania in 2020 when it got mm-hmm. canceled in Tampa, and like I was so hyped for that and it, and it just yeah. didn't happen and then by the time it came around again it was just like Dude, I don't know, just tickets went I was so just, quick and, yeah yeah Damn. I was and just, just as excited. Like, yeah. 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 We had tickets for Wale Mania. And that's yeah. the thing I was actually the most excited for. Me too, because um, I was I was disappointed that they didn't have it in Orlando that year. Yeah. Yeah. Or was that the year they didn't have, I I just remember well, like, Wale Mania? Yeah. Because I was like, oh, no, we didn't go to I think we ended up going to the 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 Pritchard thing. And uh like I think that no, that couldn't have been the same time. It was all the same people, but like for some reason we didn't go to Wally Mania, and I just remember getting all bum- bummed about it. No, because I actually remember Pritchard saying something about somebody who probably will get picked later having some some good. Uh, he was passing around some good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> 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 um, so I, I just remember like we didn't get tickets. I was like, man, I wish I would have got it. And then we, when we had it that next time around, man, I was so stoked. Cause that's like, like court always brings in people from every, every company. Like, you know, he's friends with everybody and you know, he just gets them all there. And that would have been a cool thing just to see like, you know, like that's what I like about like WrestleCon is like you see like these old timers just catching up. Like I fucking love that. Like they're just like, yeah. oh man, haven't seen you in a year, you know, or whatever it is. Like like seeing those old like those old like you know basically soldiers and war buddies just like catching up again is really cool. Yeah, that that's definitely the vibe that yeah. each company kind of has, whether it's WWE or WrestleCon. Like yeah. I've been fortunate enough to to get to um, some of the WWE WrestleMania hotels. And on the inside of the hotel, it's pretty much that same thing. And it's like people haven't seen each other in so many years mm-hmm. catching up. So it's, it's like a nice celebration of the, the wrestling community. And it's almost become bigger than just the event, yeah. um, which which I do like. The event, I'm not as jazzed about it as I have been in previous yeah. years. Mm-hmm. But, um, but It's like hard when they break it up on two dope. nights, you know? I'm not looking forward to that, man. I mean, two <laughs> yeah. nights means double the parking. Like they don't take any breaks on on price. It is like two separate events. But yeah. my mom yeah. wants to go, so I will be there both nights. <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah, you don't know which nights to have which thing. You yeah, know? you don't so. know that before you buy in advance. But this was a challenge for WWE picking, you know, AT and T Stadium, which is massive. I, w- I was at the previous WrestleMania there to try to fill that thing two nights in a row. Yeah. I don't know how that's going. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to look. Fact, Just to try to fill it once is tough. The fact yeah. that they're going to pay Austin enough money to come back tells me they're trying hard. So I would. <laughs> but you know what sucks about that is you don't know what night he's going to beat. You know what I mean? So well, it's like, what you do know is that if he's there, uh, him and supposedly Kevin would be yeah. main eventing one night, and the other night would be Roman Brock, right? I'm not gonna make it. Yeah. No, no, Ronda uh, and Charlotte are probably Ronda and Charlotte will. Okay, yeah. but yeah. I would assume that Stone Cold and KO would be on a different night, right? Than uh, Roman and Brock. Yeah, uh, 
Uh, perhaps. I mean, it, it, having the two nights lets them kind of break their card up, and there's yeah. a couple of big spots in each fight. Like, the, the opening match is almost as big as the main event. If you're not on last, you want to be on first. On first, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we could definitely see if Steve Austin comes back, there might not be any better way to start WrestleMania and that glass breaking That's everybody losing point. their mind when we first come. Remember uh, when we came back from pandemic uh, last year's WrestleMania, that spot of the WWE title match with Drew McIntyre being the first guy out, that was something that everybody wanted was to be that first person to see yeah. a live crowd. So yeah. even though they've been back since July touring and whatnot, I mean, this is WrestleMania. You want that big visual. Uh, I think they will learn some lessons from last time around. Uh, last time uh, we had WrestleMania there in 2016, there were so many issues getting to that stadium, getting inside the stadium. You've been there, Andy. So it oh, is, yeah. uh, it's a challenge yeah. trying to get in there and get to your seat and whatnot. So, but I know that they'll want a big, big moment to, to open both nights. Yeah. I think it took me two hours to get to the Beyonce Jay Z concert. Terrible. <laughs> it was so terrible. Was so, rough. <laughs> so now I know what to expect when uh, yeah. I go back there. But I mean, it's WrestleMania. If there's any way I can make it there, I'm, I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah. Love it, man. Uh, James, why don't you roll the balls and oh, Drew tell the people uh, where they can find us and maybe uh, some something we just dropped and where they can find that. Yeah. Um, you can find us at jabroni.com along with all of our other shows, uh, along with, uh, you know, like, why did we ever meet who Ashley, uh, pussy, that one's for you. Um, <laughs> if those who listen to this week's episode, this episode knows what's up. Yep, um, yep. let's see what else is on there. New Jabroni pro wrestling, Daniel and Bosal taking a little, I think taking a little hiatus due to the little baby, little baby Danny. Um, well, not really Danny loose, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Biff radio hitting us every week, flow and tell whenever they feel like it. And <laughs> we're going to try to get better at that. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we took a little break, uh, but we're coming back. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, this week we, uh, last Friday we did a Instagram live where we did our five year anniversary show. Our first episode was man crushes. We did a 64 man tournament of man crush four different regions under under 30 30 to 39 40 to 49 50 plus broke it all down got it down to just four men left battling it out and uh you can catch all that either on our ig or i broke it up into adding the selection show there it's a six episode playlist on on our youtube uh just search jabroni you network on our podcast network on on youtube uh, you can find that playlist and uh, yeah, it breaks it up into like half hour to 50 minute little sitting. So that way you're not doing a three, three to four hour undertaking of, and if you don't care about the under 30, just skip right to the 30 to forties, you know? Yeah. That's where you'll find me. I'm a dream boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that we found that um, that region and then the 40 to 50 region was absolutely the most stacked. But I will say, um, if you want to start there, it's a good starting point because you can see what what three sober people look like. Because if you skip ahead a bit, you do not you do not know what that's like. Um, Watching as I'm editing it, I'm like, and I'm just seeing like these big thirty to forty minute jumps. I'm like, holy shit! You can obviously see us getting just fucking tanked on this. Oh man, I'm pretty like, sure I was our yelling. Speech is like, wah, wah. like 
It's almost like when you accidentally hit like half speed on the fucking podcast. Like that's what it felt like. (laughs) Uh, uh, But it was a ton of fun. James, what's the order? All right. So white James gets first pick and James, you get second pick. Andy, third pick, drew fourth. Yes, I want. I just find it hilarious that in Black History Month, the White James has the first <laughs> overall. So I'm sorry, man. Hey, yeah. I thought you can't control how the balls lie. Yeah. I promise. It's Look, February. We can get show... a month, but it's the shortest month of the year. Exactly. Just, I don't know. Can you see that my name is there first? You see that? I just. I promise you, I'm not lying. Well, uh, how do we know that his name is James? Well, does yeah, it say, but does it say WJ? His ball yeah, says West. Say WJ. His ball says West on it. Uh, all right uh well i mean if you guys are ready i'm ready i got my first right i'm set man i'm ready no that's the wrong i I didn't didn't even once i found out it was all time i didn't even bother with a list so wait one question are we are we doing just single acts are we doing tag teams groups like uh, I think if you pick a tag team person, they have you just pick one guy out of that team. I would think. Okay. Yeah. That's so, cool. I didn't know if we were doing like teams or like an era of a team. Sorry, CB like Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Suckers got to know. All right, that's cool. All right. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, speaking of suckers, uh, can you dig it, sucker? is my number one pick, Booker T. Booker T is, he is in my sweet spot of wrestling. The 1999 to 2003 is like my, that's my whole jam right there. And Mm -hmm. uh, I love, today I love Booker T on commentary. He's my favorite part of commentary because commentary on WWE for the most part is, is boring and Booker T makes it, fucking fun as shit uh, so anytime he jumps <laughs> on there you're just like what is this lunatic gonna say <laughs> yeah. I, I love everything about it and like i i feel like i because like we did we started doing commentary for a wrestling promotion called gtw down here in florida mm. and i i feel like i am like a booker t type of character like I, I I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I just say weird shit to make people laugh. I'm like, <laughs> you know? So, That's yeah. Fair. Yeah, That's you're fair. just like, shucky ducky quack quack. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I like, I feel like I embody that Booker T mentality when it comes to commentary. So, yeah. like, Booker's yeah. crazy, too, because uh, obviously, you know, starting with Harlem Heat and being one of the best tag teams out there. And then just the evolution of being the singles in WCW. Yeah. Uh, then bat- the whole feud that, with Stone Cold. That battle you know? for the letter T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man. I mean, I, I remember Booker way bef- before that. If you remember yeah. back in yeah. the early days on ESPN with Global Wrestling on, when oh, they wow. were in experience and he was G.I. Bro. Uh, I don't uh, don't recommend Google. Or was, that, was that when they had him in the uh, – the not so not so great outfits. The camouflage with GI Bro. Oh, oh no, no, GI Bro. No, 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 no <laughs> yeah, GI Bro. No, I'm thinking of uh, I think maybe their first their first incarnation WCW, where they had oh, them, like yeah, 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 yeah I like remember the that. chain gang or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they first not, came in at WCW, not a good look. 
I'd like to yeah, some of this stuff like doesn't change. Yeah. That well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kogan, I'm coming for you. Wonder if that's still on the network. Uh, <laughs> but a, a great guy. Like, get it off. Booker T is a oh, yeah. two-time WWE Hall of Famer. It's dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. All right, James, you're up. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking uh, Booker T. You said your era kind of began in 99. I mean, with my first pick, my guy was already a world champion before any of that even happened. <laughs> oh. uh, so I appreciate you taking uh, Booker T because these two did get to meet a few years later, and my dude absolutely housed him. <laughs> so with the second pick in the draft, I don't know how you didn't take him, but I'm taking The Rock. The Rock. I mean, hey, my, he's on my... my selection. Yeah. The man needs no introduction. I mean, seven-time WWE champion, going to be a Hall of Famer, the the richest movie star in the game. I mean, it's The Rock. Who's picking third? <laughs> you know, speak, <laughs> speaking of the Hall of Fame, and because I kind of feel like it might happen this year, and like maybe even next year. Like, I don't. With them doing it right after SmackDown, like I, don't, I feel mm-hmm. like they don't need. Like, Undertaker can can do the hall of fame. Like, like I feel like he's got enough substance and if they go to LA and they induct the rock next year, the same thing. Like, I think they're, they can be down to like one person a year. Cause like lately we've been seeing like these multiple people going in for like second or third times. Mm-hmm. It's gotten kind of old. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Like, cause to me, like taker should be the only one <laughs> this year. <laughs> I definitely think they should keep it to classes. Uh, yeah. I would like to see them induct more women in the classes rather than just yeah, one true. woman yeah. and one posthumous person a year. We are seeing a little bit of a shift with the Hall of Fame where they're moving away from um, monetizing the event with a, yeah. with a live audience because it's just not something that people really want to pay for in this day and age. So they're going to test mm-hmm. it out and see how it looks after a certain after a SmackDown event with a live crowd already there. Um, that yeah. didn't get to happen last year, of course, when you combine classes. But I, I do like the class thing because there's certainly other favorites that, you know, can be in, um, maybe not as many headliners. When yeah. – Obviously, The Rock makes perfect sense uh, next year, as does Dave Batista, with them having, you know, big Hollywood ties. If they're going to try to really monetize the event and get a crowd just for that, next year is going to be the chance to do it with The Rock. But Isn't Undertaker a, in Texas makes sense. But Batista technically, though, went in, right? He did not. No, he oh, had okay. to drop out of last year's because of, I guess, a movie or whatever. So he's still not in. He will be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how that happened because everything seemed to get canceled. So, it's like, are, did they cancel the class or what's going on? No, they inducted everybody else. They had them on back to back nights. Oh, no, I think it was in the same event. And they just kind of rolled everybody through quick five minute speeches, yeah. which was awesome. I don't yeah. like the long speech, you know, be there all night. I've been to one Hall of Fame live and it wasn't that great. So, I like the, <laughs> the quick speech. Give me yeah. a quick retrospect and let's get out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Andy. Man. Well, you guys, uh, I think, took the clear top two picks. Um, so I'm going to go a different route. Um, I'm actually going to set the start the trend um, and get the first one because I believe she is the best female, maybe not even black wrestler, just might be wrestler, period, ever. Yeah. And if she's not yet, she could, you know, very well get there soon. So I'm going to take the boss, Sasha Banks. 
Damn, um, here in number three. Yeah, she she wouldn't have came back to you. Um, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I I think the thing with with Sasha is like, and, and no disrespect to any of um, the female wrestlers that came before her or any of the the black female wrestlers that came before her, but Sasha Banks to me just took it up a whole nother level. She's probably in three of my top five like female matches of all time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all you have to do, my favorite one of all time, my favorite female match of all time is her versus Bailey. Um, and at Brooklyn, oh, Brooklyn takeover. Yeah. And uh, it, she's just, she has everything. Mm-hmm. She's great in ring. Um, she's, she's got the, the attitude. She's got the swagger. Just everything about Sasha, um, you know, screams of somebody that could be, you know, the boat, the best of all time. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, call her boat. a goat because she's far too beautiful for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Rolling rocks at her back window out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, hey, just say it, right? Her yeah. ring attire is always banging. That Sailor Moon oh my that goodness. she had at Rumble well, was I mean, so fucking good. She married the seamstress, so I would hope that... Uh, oh, hell yeah. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> there you I go. Hope that her gears fly. That's a good um, point. I love the pick. Sasha was, you know, somebody who was going to be on my list uh, later, and she has all those things you mentioned, man. Uh, the only knock that I have is she lacks consistency. Uh, you'll see Sasha in, in big matches, and then she's not available for several months uh, thereafter. Yeah. But when she is there, when she's on, she, she's one of the best. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, my, my thing is, people forget this. If you look at The Rock's peak time frame, right, it's like mm-hmm. five years, right? So if you look at how long Sasha's been doing it, and she's still, what, like 30 years old? Like she's got a long way to go. As long as she doesn't like Lita herself, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, she's got a long way to go. Um, And for me, like whenever she's in something, it just feels big, you know, it just feels like a big thing when Sasha's there. I just think it's like, I honestly, like what you said is like, uh, you know, her pro, I think that's a good thing because she doesn't get the, uh, you know, you don't get the, Fatigue, the the fatigue. Yeah, you know that is an interesting point. I've never gotten fatigue with Sasha, but I have gotten fatigue with uh, Charlotte, with Becky, with uh, Lita, with (laughs) Trish. You know, like I I never fatigue with all of them. I want Charlotte in in this draft. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but that is a great point. Like I've, I've, I can't tell you any time that I've ever gotten Sasha fatigue. Yeah. Yeah, well, but yeah, though there, but there also is some too. Like, I man, like she she is very injury prone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's for sure. Yeah. But she's so small, like she's gonna break. I get it. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, all of us have steel cards. James, you also have a steel card. I just happen to have four steel cards. Dude, that, I was thinking about that today. That really pisses me off. <laughs> Fun. Good to know. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't. I won big on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. literally, like we had the opportunity to win three steel cards, and he won all three. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we're gonna go back next year to being like, yeah, we had two, we gave out too many steel cards, <laughs> like we did the year before. Well, it just uh, it makes now now me and Drew have to be on our toes like crazy. So, yeah. all right, Drew, you're up. Well, like Andy said earlier, damn, give me Ron Simmons. Yeah, oh, shit. I mean, in Faruqi with it. Well. No, I'm getting Ron Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, dude, it's fucking my, like Doom. Like uh, I was people, a big Doom guy. Yeah. I, you know, I yeah. loved tag teams when I was a kid. And Doom was fucking awesome. Dope entrance um, music. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude. Uh, people were freaking out about Hogan's arms. I was always like. Have you seen Ron Simmons? <laughs> yeah, <no> shit. Because <laughs> like, he put that thing around his bicep that almost made it feel like it was popping even harder. Yeah. Yep. First, uh, first black world champion. Yep. Florida State uh, football alum. Hell first yeah. defensive FSU player to get a number retired. He was a bad man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's the uh, what's the quote like? What, hey, why doesn't anybody fuck with you, Ron? I'm unfuck withable. Yep. <laughs> quote. <laughs> That's the quote, man. Exactly. He's dope. Great yeah. pick. Oh man. I'm such a fan of him. Oh yeah, yeah Farouk Gosh. I remember when they he came in fucking versus Ahmed and the fucking that is like it was like, what? How are you ruining this guy? <laughs> but man. Once he still nation. bounced back, leading the yeah. nation of domination and you know, spinning off into the APA. I mean, he had an amazing, amazing career. Yeah. And now he just yeah. shows up and says one word and gets paid <laughs> a sure. thousands of dollars. That is crazy, though, <laughs> to be like somebody who gets over with one word. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that takes a special talent. I used to, like, literally, like, just be waiting the whole show. <laughs> For it to happen, right? I'm like, come on, come on. When's Ron coming on? When's it's Ron funny, coming on? Speaking of Hall of Fame, his Hall of Fame speech, you find like Ron is an excellent speaker and he makes the crowd wait for the damn, which you'll see if in his Steve Austin interview uh, that just dropped the other day too. Yeah, he's the man. Oh, yeah. I guess we got to right listen to it, you know? Yeah, we got to hear it. Yeah, we got to hear it. <laughs> You gotta let it go once the beeps happen. All right, Drew, you're back. Well, shit, Andy really screwed up my back to back there. I was like all excited for four because I was like, "I'm of that." Um, so uh, let's go with little. Somebody's gonna get the ass kicked, Mark Henry. Oh shit! Nice, another dude that transcended. I mean. I feel like he's one of those guys. Everybody knew who the fuck Mark Henry was. So whether it be because of the Olympian, his strongest man stuff, or just being Mark Henry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he is he is the father of a hand, so. <laughs> All this man accomplished. <laughs> bring up. Remember that time they gave birth to the hand? Like, oh. the se- like sexual chocolate, like that shit That's was so good. So good. And like even Man. that, like they they talk about that, and like even though it was very like, uh, you know, ridiculous, and now maybe not like the best vision in twenty twenty two, but like it, when he when there was like that scene with with the girl who had a dick, 
And like a lot mm-hmm. of people who were trans at that time were like, like, I'm so happy that you did that on TV. Like that's, that was, you know, it, it really brought us like into the forefront. And like, it was kind of like, even though it was jokingly, it was still like a positive thing for that community. So. And that um, was late nineties. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah, Mark Henry true. was down for it, you know, and like the way he's always like now he's just cultivating new wrestlers. He he's always scouting no matter what he's, he sees somebody and he's like, I gotta, you gotta sign this kid. You gotta sign this kid. Like, He's out there doing it, man, and he's just he's passing on to the next generation and everything you hear about him, he's like the fucking sweetest guy that's ever lived. So Yeah. And he's got a catchphrase now. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with, with Mark with yeah. Mark Henry, I like that his career arc pretty much went like this to the point where like if he wasn't an Olympian, if he wasn't heart trained, they might have got rid of him. Yeah. And then you, he he plays like the lovable uh, teddy bear with the, the story with China and the home yeah. and sexual chocolate started to show some range for him. And then um, you know he comes back and he's just doing the strong man stuff. They don't have anything for him to do. And then you see him take off when he gets yeah. to the Hall of Pain oh, and becomes Pain, yeah. uh, a monster and he, and eventually wins the uh, the World Heavyweight Championship. So in his 20 years, man, he, he, he really did it all. He yeah. was, you know, the rookie who didn't know a thing about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Just loved it to then find a, a comedic range and being the funny man and then being the strong guy and, and then being a vicious, nasty heel. He, he did that, it all. That retirement swerve is one of the greatest So things. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's something to the fact that, like, kind of like Kurt Angle, where they were like, okay, we're going to get this, like, badass wrestler. And he comes in and he's killing the comedy part. And they're like, whoa, this isn't anything we expected to get out of this guy. Right, yeah. (laughs) Same thing with Mark Henry. They were like, okay, we're going to bring in this powerhouse who's just going to dominate, throw people around, stuff like that, put people over. And then all of a sudden they get this comedy stuff with them. You know, that's with the sexual chocolate and everything. And it's like, oh, shit, this dude has way more range than we even thought, you know? Right. Yeah. And, hey, that's what, three members of Nation of Domination? Yep. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. All right, I'm hyped. I'm hype. You're back. Look, man, we don't have to hide this anymore. I almost did it at pick three, but I was like – I know Drew's a, a big Sasha head, so I was like, I got to get Sasha. But this was my true number one pick. And you know I got to take the homie, Shelton Benjamin, Shelton B. <laughs> Ain't no stopping yeah. him now. Ain't no stopping no. me now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's he's um, in my personal top ten of all time. Um, I think – I think he's somebody that, like, if he would have came out 10 years later, we would have seen him with, like, world titles, you know? Um, He just – he came in at a time where – I mean, let's just call it what it was. Like, it was very hard to be a black wrestler and get to the top level. He was very clearly one of the best actual wrestlers and then one of the best athletes – so the only thing he really couldn't do that well is talk. But guess what? You had another guy who couldn't talk very well, and you gave him Paul Heyman. You could have done something similar to Shelton Benjamin. But he gave us so many of those great moments 
um, whether it be the money in the bank stuff running up the ladder, whether it be receiving the greatest super kick of all time, in my opinion. Um, you, you could argue story-wise, Ric Flair, all that, and I get it. But I'm just saying from a pure uh, technical aspect of how the super kick looked, Shelton on Raw jumping all the way across the ring and getting super kicked was like the cleanest looking super kick I've ever seen. So um, I just love this dude so much, man. I didn't and re- he's still jacked and doing his thing in like mid forties. I didn't yeah. realize he was 46 years old. It's so Cause he looks 35 still black don't crack y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just, uh, let's just, um, bell break this thing oh, okay. because this doesn't have anything to do with uh, wrestling. This is more on to the black don't crack. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I saw something last night. They shook me. There was a picture oh, of a Madrashad Madrashad yeah. and Bill Murray right next to each other. Oh my Bill God. Murray's yeah. 71. Ahmad Rashad's 72. Ahmad Rashad could pull off 40, 40 years old. He looks like he's on inside stuff. Just like it's that. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, I and Bill Murray. Ronnie, he played running back too. Like, I mean, yeah, he was yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's got some miles on it, and still, like, yeah, he looks amazing. Bill Murray looks like a worm at this point too. Like, he's not, he's not doing well. <laughs> he's not doing well at all. <laughs> so, uh, I'm like. I am screwed if I just stand next to James and James in like thirty years, you know. That's <laughs> all right. I'll I'll still be plumper. <laughs> like, uh, like, but your like, face will look the exact same. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, on the on his one stand up special, Burr Burr says it's because they know the secret is lotion. <laughs> he said. He said he like his wife, you know, because she's black or whatever. Like the one day he's like, he's like, no, he's like, we don't get ashy. Like I just get dry in the winter. She's like, hey, stupid, go like this. <laughs> and like he did it, like all like his skin got all like he's like, oh, we are ashy. He's like, you just don't see it. He's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. That, she's like, black people just use lotion all the time, and I've white people don't. This. Yeah. This. Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Like when I uh, dated a black girl, I used lotion all the time. Mm-hmm. And then when we stopped dating, I don't really use lotion that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is crazy. But yeah, a modern shot thing threw me. Um, but Sheltie B still looks young as hell. I still think he can have another big run in him if people like actually let it happen. But yeah. Yeah, and then I see Charlie Haas, and I'm like, whoa, that dude is age. <laughs> yeah, he has. And Shelton still looks like an Adonis. Fucking A. Great pick. All right, James, you're back. Well, uh, first pick was more about, you know, a past career. I'm going to go with a current career uh, mm-hmm. on this one, somebody who's really – only scratching the surface of uh, of what's gonna gonna come. There have only been, as far as I know, and I've seen I've seen a lot of these WrestleMania events, but I think there's only been two black wrestle wrestling superstars who have won like big main events at WrestleMania. My first pick, and then the second, which is going to be Bianca Belair. Yeah, um, with her winning a, a WrestleMania main event over Sasha Banks, might I add, um, yep. and, and about to do the same thing. I mean, her 
career progression. I mean, you think in like 2014, she doesn't even know about wrestling, just, just watching it on television. And she joins the company, I think 2016 mm-hmm. and has just taken off like a rocket ship already won a, a Royal rumble already uh, won an elimination chamber and already has a WrestleMania main event under her belt. There's only eight people in the history of the whole WWE to have those three accolades. She's the only woman to do it and the youngest. So I'm going with uh, Bianca Belair uh, as my second overall. Yeah. And no disrespect to the woman that they always say is the best athlete in the WWE. (laughs) Um, But I don't know that there's ever been a better athlete in WWE man or woman period than Bianca Belair. The NXT combine thing. I literally tuned in simply to watch her dominate. Like, and it was multiple years in a row. And I was just like, this is the freakiest woman of all time. Like in terms of like, she's like Brock, you know, but a female in the sense of like being this big beast, Mm -hmm. but has the speed and the power and all these other things. And um, she's just, she's as natural of a talent as you could get. And the charisma to get anything over. I'm really excited for, uh, I think she's been phenomenal as a baby face. I think she's going to be an absolute money maker as a heel. I cannot wait for that. I'm I'm very ready for it. I know it's going to come eventually, but she's going to be that better than you. I can beat you on my own, but I'll cheat to win the heel, yeah. and yeah. I will be, I'll be absolutely loving it. So I'm uh, a big, big fan of the EST. I love the ponytail. Yeah, I was going to say, it'll kind of go, go back to her, like, her, her NXT days of, like, when she was, you know, telling Charlotte she don't even go here and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, like, man. Is just, like, that's, when that comes out again, you're going to be like, hell yeah. Oh, man. And I want to run with her and her husband. <laughs> like I need them as a power couple running stuff for a while. Absolutely, bit. yep. Yep. When he's ready to turn. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought you were saying you want to run with them. Like Andy yeah. would blow you out of the water. Like Well, yeah, I mean I'll just be like, Hey, you need you need to get you need a water or anything? Like I don't need to be in the picture. Just let me let me let me be a runner. You know, yeah. whatever you need, I'll go get it. You know? <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm up. I'm up. So uh, I'm going to take a guy that I've uh, met personally, taken a photograph with. There is proof online of that. Uh, I'm a huge, it's a good pick. I'm a huge fan of this guy. I I've never seen anyone do what he does in the ring. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got that going for him, and I'm going with Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. I I just I'm a big fan of Ricochet. I uh, I don't know. Dude. Like you talk about Bianca Belair's athleticism, Ricochet is like leaps and bounds beyond anything I've ever seen. Would I know. Someone please throw him a shovel so he can dig himself out. Like yeah. it is ridiculous how they have buried that dude. I, yeah. That's what. Yeah, I don't get. It's like, it makes no sense. A once in a generation talent, and like how they've treated him is beyond yeah. me. And like, yeah. and every time he shows up, like. Like last year in the Money in the Bank, like they get like he was the highlight of that, and then he was off TV for like two months. It was I don't understand. No fucking sense. I got like everybody was like, dude, did you see what Ricochet did in that thing? And then it was just like, wait, where's what happened to him? Is he still with the? Is he going AEW? What's going on? (laughs) He's done some of the freakiest stuff I've ever seen in the ring. Like, and that was at like Independence. Yeah, Yeah. that MLW show that we went to. Oh my god! Like it was, he was insane. 
Yeah. And even like uh, his NXT stuff, like his whole uh, his whole battle yeah. with uh, what's his face? I can't think of the name. Yeah, we probably just shouldn't say his name. Yeah, I think I think he's canceled <laughs> now. But yeah, yeah, he was the number one pick, and he's not going to be drafted. He's he's not eligible for yeah. uh, the draft. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, that's not the representation. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. right. But but yeah, like. Whew. One, oh. I think once he gets to a place where he's utilized, I guess, I mean, is he, he's not that great on the mic, maybe. Is that what it is? Is that why? Yeah. Like, he's, he well, speaks through his moves. If, right. I, if I can offer my opinion, it's going to differ from all you guys, and it's and it's pretty much personal. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't like the guy. Um, okay. I have yet to hear anyone who has known him from his independent days to WWE now who has any kind words to say about him. He'd be a pretty arrogant dude, so I hope he really? was nice when you met him, James. He was awesome. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's the book on on Ricochet and wow. the lack the lack of charisma. I think really hurts him. Uh, his athleticism, we all know that's there. Anybody can see that. I mean, he can do things that not many others can do. But yeah. he's in the wrong company to me because WWE is looking for that complete superstar, that ability to to draw money and to draw ratings and there's nothing about ricochet's act that i've seen in the company that says i need to watch this show because i can't i can't miss what ricochet is going to say today i've never i've never had that. say no but he makes me tune in like from a wrestling match standpoint Mm -hmm. um he makes me tune in almost more than almost anybody it's yeah, I mean it's surprising it's surprising to hear that because like when I met him it was outside of an MLW show. He was like putting his stuff inside of his car and I and I said, "Hey Ricochet, you mind if I take a picture with you?" and he's like, "Yeah, man, come on over." And like he sat and talked to us for a few minutes and like it, like I don't know, he he stopped doing whatever he was mm. doing, which was getting ready to leave and go home, which nobody wants to be stopped on their way home, you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty that's crazy to hear. He's also yeah. given other moments like at NXT where they had like the the L House kind of connected to Full Sail. If you've ever been to a show there, at yeah. Full Sail, yeah. where yeah. back when he was dating Katie Catanzaro, that like people would come over. Some of the wrestlers every now and again would come over and meet with uh, like the group of fans that would be there, some friends of mine. And there was one time where you know Casey went in there and he kind of sent her in there so he didn't have to you know oh, go in wow. and he uh, joined okay. he joined the group photo at the end and just like bolted out of there uh, that's wow. one of the nicest things i've heard about <laughs> yeah. well, wow. that's too so bad not not on my list but Damn. i mean incredible incredible athlete um but i think a lot of his stuff is is better when he has an opponent that is familiar with his style like his match against adam cole at takeover was his best in the company yeah, to me oh, for the yeah. North American championship. And, uh, and we've seen some stuff with like Seamus and uh, what's the new dude's name, Ridge, Ridge Holland that has been a little bit rougher. I think he's just missing his really big moment in the company. He had that yeah, U S yeah. title run and then it just kind of fell off. So hopefully he gets back on track. Yeah. Or they just release him and he would fit like a glove in the other company. <laughs> he might. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right, James, you're back up. Now I'm going to take my, uh, I mean, not that you have to take a female, but I was going to take her anyway. So I'm glad she's still there. I'm going with Naomi. I feel the glow. Yeah. I love the glow. When Naomi she's pops, amazing. When Naomi pops out and she has her <laughs> entrance and everything is just lit up and she's dancing and like, I I don't know. I fuck. I get so into it. I fucking love Naomi. And yeah. 
talk about athleticism. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, all, that's all they that's ever that's talk about when she's on. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, she's my. she's got the chops, man. Former Orlando Magic dancer, oh yeah, two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, and she's been there coming for ten years. We, in this era, where we're seeing a lot of people not finish runs or get released or whatever the case, she's been there a decade straight. Yeah, and, yeah. and been doing her thing and showing range. She was a funkadactyl. And she was in, in, uh, on her own and then team bad. And then ever since she started the glow thing, I mean, that is money. You ever seen that entrance live, man? I mean, it's, oh, so, dude, yeah. it's incredible. Orlando pop was insane yeah. for Mania. Mania, yeah. yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That place blew up. Like, Damn, I just got – I got chills just now, like, remembering I, that. Like, oh, God. That thing was oh. – Like, people talk about the Hardys one, and understandably so. Yeah. But, like, I'm telling you that Naomi pop was, like, it was it was right up there. It was and up he, there, yeah, and, and it was late know. in the night. You know, yeah. yeah. You have an exhausted crowd like that. You know, I was really worried about my match. One of my good good friends refereed it, and I think that was the semi main. Like you're going on right before Roman and Taker. The crowd has seen almost everything there is yeah. to see up until this point, and still that we already saw was there. Right. That's why I left. Actually, <laughs> um, it was very light. Yeah, that, that uh, video on the ring of, like, the worms or whatever yeah, the hell yeah, it yeah. was. Um, you know, even at a house show, too, man. Great like, choice. You go, and, like, going to the house shows, like, it's still, like, her pop is huge. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So. Well, she's got the – I feel like she's got the best entrance in the game, right? Like, oh, yeah. to me right now. That's, I know. I mean, that's fair. Like. Yeah. It is crazy because she wasn't somebody that was, like, super comfortable, right, um, in terms of, like, the mic stuff and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And, boom, Feel the Glow just changed everything. Yeah. She, beca- she became, like, she was getting, like, the same love, like, people were expecting from Bailey with from NXT with the, the whole, you know, silly whatever they're called, mm-hmm. the yeah. used car sales thing. Um but like wacky wavy and played with yeah the wacky wavy yeah but Naomi was getting consistently those same pops from these uh, these little girls and every like she was just like everybody loved her right so hell yeah. All right. And her Royal Rumble moments have been fantastic. Can't leave. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Fantastic. Hell yeah. All right, All right. I'm, back. I'm amazed this guy's still on the board in, in uh, the third round. I, I'm going with, with Bobby Lashley. Oh, uh, man. And, uh, if you really think back, like Bobby Lashley, I got into watching some of this this old stuff, this 2005-ish you know, kind of run that I was watching on the network recently. And Bobby Lashley debuts for WWE in October of 2005. Here it is in 2022. He just was the WWE champion up until this past uh, Saturday in his second run with the title. And this is a guy who succeeded really in every stop he's made. And, you know, mm-hmm. former WWE world champion t- twice, former Impact uh, world champion, only two fights lost in, in Bellator, um, intercontinental champion, United States champion. He's done it as a babyface. He's done it as a heel. And here in his mid-40s, he's just hitting his stride of more and more down. It's his best run. I I, I, I agree. I wasn't, um, I loved Lashley up front and then I got bored. Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm being honest and then, um, well, I think it really, the wind really got taken out of his sail. Like 
I remember it was like SummerSlam. I think it was around that fucking Great Balls of Fire pay per view. Like he was like, like prime to go against Brock, and then they didn't do it. And then next thing yeah. you know, like his his it just fell like, off. Something happened. His sisters, quote unquote, which oh, were God. like the dudes dressed up, <laughs> like <laughs> like that happened, and it was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. That was, that was, no, with Lana and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lana. Yeah. Yeah, for him yeah. to bounce back has been pretty amazing. So, but yeah, this has been his best um, from getting with uh, Shelton and crew. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was really the start of the best run of his career. Yeah, which is crazy because it came so late in his career, and like you said, it's it's he kind of was just hitting his stride and. You know, sucks that he he got injured and all that kind of stuff, and he's out for a little while now. But, um, but yeah, this is, is, this is the best that? we've seen. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be out for a couple of months. But yeah. if you look at the, the current roster in WWE and the terms of their credibility, you got Roman and Brock at the top. They're solidified. Those two dudes are goaded. But if you look right underneath that, their most solid act right now is Bob Lash. Yeah. 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 I can't even imagine the most incredible guy they have. I can't imagine looking at him and thinking Bobby Lashley is injured. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, <laughs> like what? What injures and he's Bobby very Lashley? Rarely injured. <laughs> I know. He's got great. He's got great longevity. You yeah. know, very rarely injured. It's kind of crazy to think that he's he debuts over sixteen years ago. Yeah. And uh, in WWE. Hell yeah! All right, Andy. All right. Um... I'm going to go young-ish, if you will, um, with a dude that's on top of the game. And, well, he should still be on top of the game, but uh, terrible booking um, is is what I'll say. But um, he gets anything over at any time. Got to go with uh, Big E, man. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That would have been my Yeah, man, for for me – I don't know how, like, I I feel like he's a dude that's, like, he's a dude that's hard to fuck up, just to put it as as bluntly as possible, because he's gotten some of the worst stuff ever, and he still, like, you know, did his best with it and got it over a lot of times. So, like, Biggie is a dude that I think he deserves another big run, and maybe just don't have him getting penned as much since he's your champion. I don't know. Just <laughs> throwing it out there. Like, he doesn't need to get penned in uh, tag matches or um, he doesn't need to lose very quickly. He's a big dude that's got a lot of personality. Um, you know, he can go in the ring and people just get behind him. And, like, man, Big E is just such a joy to watch and, like, it was so fun to see him get the title run and then show up on game day, show up on the big boxing his, events. His like, fucking Iowa outfit he wore. On that oh, my game God. Day. Yeah. Uh, There's something about this dude that's just super infectious. Yeah. And I think, oh, yeah. like... He exudes positivity, positivity for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and I love what he stands for, too. Like, his uh, Our Heroes Rock, um, I've donated to that. Um uh, what he's doing with Andreas Hale and a couple other people where they're basically trying to bring cartoons of like black history um, mm-hmm. to two kids and everything like that. And, 
and show it in a way where people can actually like digest. Cause sometimes um, history can just be hard, you know, to, to like digest and, and watch, but doing it in the cartoon form, they figured out was a good way to do it. So they've, which that's right up my alley. I was um, just thinking that Andy, like, yeah, it's like, made it's, for kids and it's, it's made hard for to me. digest. And I'm like, I was literally just watching the history thing or like before we got on. Yeah. For me, <laughs> but, it's hard to digest, yeah. but so like, I don't know, like everything he does, yeah. um, Dude, when, I just uh, really fuck with him big time. The, um, the, the armbands, like, just bring yeah. in like every week. Like it was crazy how many weeks in a row he was able to put in, put on somebody's name who was like killed in police violence. Like, yeah. And like, but like you go and you're like, okay, who was it? And then you look it up. You're like, oh my God, this, this story's horrible. Next week you see him again. He's got a new name. You, oh my God, this story's even worse. Like it, it is fucking insane. Like, like that, that alone brought a lot of, like for me, there's not a lot of people that could have gotten away with that either. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, yep. yeah, yeah, it yeah. Took like, someone like Biggie. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we we know. Ab- I yeah, know, I'm sorry. For some people, for act like it doesn't happen, but there is a, um, you know, like you just kind of know, like yeah, there there is this problem we have, but like to put the names to it and to be like, okay this is a story I can actually look up. Let me Google this person's name and see what happened. Like that was a huge wake up, like even more for me last year or two, two years ago now, mm-hmm. but like that was, it, it was big. And like I said, it's, it's like, you know, it's there. Like, obviously I've been, I've been watching movies and pop culture since the eighties. Like, <laughs> you know, they've been telling us this for 30 years, if not longer, like, Hey, they're killing our people. Um, you know, either it be songs or movies, but like to actually put a name to it, man, that was, that was huge. And to me, that was one of the biggest things he could do for that, for the community. So. Yeah, I yeah. definitely uh, echo that sentiment there. I mean, Big E is one of very few men to hold both the NXT championship and a world championship mm-hmm. in WWE. And he did it as the quiet, you know, kind of big, heavy, the weightlifter guy. And then he was heavy for mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler. Then he couldn't find anything and almost release him. Then he finds the new day and then the tag team success. And then you just similar to Mark Henry, you watch that arrow, just kind of go here yeah. and just yeah. zoom off. Yeah. And when I watched, I didn't love the, the, I love the title win. I didn't love the title run. Um, yeah. partly because the title win, um, when it happened to me, it just happened because uh, WWE was up against the Dallas Cowboys playing on Monday night football <laughs> that night. And they need to pop a rating. Yeah. Like, and we've seen this in their company before where they make a moment. Yeah. Remember I t- uh, mentioned that earlier about yeah. moments and the moment was fantastic, but then the run was so lackluster because they didn't have a plan behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a crossroads right now uh, for Biggie because what I'm seeing with him, he is at the cusp of being ready to take off. You mentioned the college game day experience and how awesome that was. He could be modern chunkyard dog to me. He's yeah. got the ability to be yeah. like that level of a performer, especially for representation. Uh, black people loved the junk, junkyard dog, you know, 70s yeah. and 80s, early 90s. Like that was the dude for, for blacks watching wrestling. Biggie has the potential to bring that in for, you know, the modern generation. If they just trust him again, if they mm-hmm. roll with him, um, we have not certainly seen the last of him. I'm excited for his future. And that's an excellent pick. Hell yeah. All right, Drew. And it's a great pick because especially with Bobby Lashley, I 
I thought Andy was going to take my fucking pick. I was like, no, this is going to lead down the road that I don't want. So I am going with Mr. Montel Vontavious Porter. Nice. MVP. Damn. Um, this dude is fucking amazing. Uh, his mind for the business is like next level. Um, really with the Bobby Lashley. I mean, this this yeah. this run wouldn't happen without him. Like you know, like and like you said, having the whole the whole gang there for a little bit. Um, but man, he he's so good. I mean, he he left like he came in, and like his story. An, another one. Like if you ever, I don't know, find him on one of the many podcasts he's done. But his story is fucking amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But going, you know, he's he comes in, he crushes his you know, as the player or, you know, and then leaves there because he's always like, he's like, yeah, that was awesome. But like, I've always been a fan of Japan wrestling. So I go to, he goes to new Japan. They basically create the intercontinental title for him. Like he gets that run. He gets to go and do what he does, comes back, does the TNA thing. Now he's back in the company and he's fucking helping write storylines and everything else and mm-hmm. pushing these black wrestlers, you know, getting them like screen time that they deserve. So he's fucking that's amazing. Good, that's a great point. Um, yeah. In terms of what he was able to do for, um, to have like, you know, to push Bobby to the next level, to get Shelton back on the scene, to take another young, uh, awesome wrestler who we haven't drafted and, yeah. you know, uh, give him a little direction as well. And just, I, I wish they wouldn't have cut cut that so short. Like, I felt like that was something that could have um, lasted quite a bit longer. Um, but, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, we went to an MLW show, and he's sitting there at, at his age mm-hmm. um, taking, uh, you know. Yeah, just him a, and Brody King. Yeah, it took oh a power God. slam onto a like a whole stack of chairs. Yeah, yeah one of those chairs yeah, we I was like, sitting in. You don't need to do this anymore, <laughs> yeah. bro. It's <That's> crazy. <laughs> it was literally right. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I actually have like video, personal yeah. video on my phone of him just get the fuck up. Everybody tell everybody <laughs> yeah. to get the fuck up. Like throw your chairs down. Oh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, MVP yeah. is a great pick. I mean, he's a guy who's always just made his own breaks and made his own way. Uh, he pretty much made a T.O., Terrell, Terrell Owens character. Yeah. When yeah. he joined yeah. SmackDown in, in 2005, that was exactly T.O. And he was able to, you know, take that experience to Japan and his series with Chris Benoit and then uh, with Matt Hardy and the great yeah. matches that he had as both a babyface and a and a, a a jerk of a heel, but also a, an awesome, lovable baby face. And, yeah. and not everybody can yeah. pull that off. Uh, then the pairing with Lashley, they did it in Impact. They're doing it again in WWE to, to great success. So uh, I love that career uh, arc for him. He's a great He's pick. kind of the new Paul Heyman. Yeah. He can be. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Let's, like let's, he, get, let's get Heyman. Like, Heyman's had his run. We can roll him out of there. MVP should be the new Paul. I, I feel like there might be like a better manager, like to really. I think he's like better Johnny Polo, and the reason I say Johnny <laughs> yeah, Polo is yeah. because he also wrestled occasionally yeah. too. Yeah. Paul right, Heyman right. was never a threat in the ring, but with Johnny Polo was manageable. Quebec, no. you would yeah. you would have those moments where you could see him like take the bumps and also you know get yeah. physical in there too. Um, there probably is a better comp than, yeah. than Johnny Polo, but. I like that he still has that ability to kind of do both. I'm more yeah. saying from like his quick wit, 
Oh yeah, like, like a sharp you know what I'm saying? And like how how he can flip it, he can flip a crowd and everything like that. There's not a lot of managers right now that have that ability. Um, think, and he's uh, one of the few that has that ability. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think maybe Fuji with demolition. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a really good one. Um, but also too, like I was I, like adding on to the uh, you know as far as like for black culture, like you can tell when he came aboard because black people on WWE TV started actually talking like black people and not the words of like a oh. seven year old white man. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you you're know right. what I mean? It's like, nobody talks like this. Like what is going on? And you could start to see like that incorporation of different voices when he, when he came back. So MVP is oh, yeah. the man. And his theme song was done by Silk the Shocker. So that's one for the culture right there. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> you know what? So weird, like little just drift off. But I was listening to um, uh, actually on my shirt, uh, James Brown, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm just now realizing this that mystical his style is actually very similar to James Brown. <laughs> Absolutely, <in his> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like it was like this aha moment. I was like, "Oh my god." Um, but yeah, one of their members of the Roots uh, just did a James Brown album, Reimagined, and it is fucking amazing. Oh. Um, but like, yeah, so Silk the Shocker took me to uh, Mystical, too. <laughs> it was my guy, but. All right, Drew, you're back. All right. Um, so, didn't get Sasha, but um, I got to go with. Uh, to me, if it's not Sasha, I think this is probably this this woman has probably the biggest impact of all wrestlers, whether you call her Kia Stevens, Kong, Karma, whatever. She is fantastic. Like, and her shit on Glow was amazing, and her after wrestling life is 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 pretty great. So yeah, man, she's she crushed it. Dude, the awesome Kong with Gail yeah. Kim, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like. That was the reason to watch TNA for a while. That was all they had for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They were like, oh, what are we going to do? Well, I guess we'll just throw Kong and Gail out there again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing with that company. Knockout, like, I think because, like, there's there, there aren't, like, a ton of legends to bring back to ruin their divisions they're going with. Like, so, like, the knockouts were just kind of left to themselves and, like, and yeah, man, they they fucking like you said those two that pairing especially was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a top three female rivalry of all time. Yeah, to be Absolutely. yeah, certainly the top for Impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I love that pick. And I think after that would be like Molina and Alicia Fox, right? <laughs> 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 what an OG uh, reference that is. <laughs> stuff, dude. Um, Alicia yeah, Fox yeah. insanity. Yeah. <laughs> Not the group sanity, just, you know. Yeah. She's oh, wild. Yeah. In general. Yeah, she uh, is wild. She almost hit me with a car one time. I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, she's, uh, she, she, uh, was born, uh, you know, just right down the road from me. Yeah, right down the road. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, Andy, you're back. Oh, man. 
This is a tough one. It's like, do I go old school? Uh, or do I go with uh, somebody that hits a little harder for me? I'm going to... I'm going to go with, um, damn. No, yeah, I'm going to go with him. Okay, um, this is a wrestler that has won more championships than anybody on this list. And the reason for it is the 24-7 championship. Give me R-Truth. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. The thing with R-Truth is crazy. And I loved him in TNA, actually. He was like WWE, then he got released, went over to TNA. He had a hell of a run at TNA. And I just loved his style. His, like, his his scissor kick where he, like, spun as well was amazing and some of the stuff he did over there. I but like then you... to be the longest-term joke act in a positive way, I mean that in complete positive yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Of anybody ever, because normally he acts like that. Yeah, wear thin pretty quickly. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Santino Morella and somebody a, like that. He's you a know? comedy act, but he also like changes it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he, he knows when to bring it back. You know, like, it's one of those things where it's well timed. Like he knows when to change it up, and then he knows when it's time to be like, oh, let me. It's th- there's enough time passed that I can bring this back now. And anybody that can make. Like everyone laugh, including Vince. Like you're doing something pretty special, yeah. right? Um, that little Jimmy stuff was absolutely some of the favorite, some of my favorite wrestling stuff ever. It was just like I was looking forward to while he was running through that run. I would literally run to my TV so that I could watch our truth and and his segments backstage and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and then on top of it, he's a great wrestler. And then he, like, helps Carmella out and gets her, like, next level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the dude can just do a little bit of everything, and he's one of the fun – like, if we're talking about funniest wrestlers, he's in the top five of all time for me, Gosh. you know? So, like, I, I just love our truth so much, man. Again, with the incredible range uh, of truth. I mean, I think one of the biggest things and best things he did in his his run in WWE the second time, he got us to boo him. I mean, yeah. which which it's is crazy. hard because Truth was beloved. He was he was Mister What's Up before the little Jimmy thing, and then he was yeah. the main event for the title with Cena in DC, and then later that year he's main eventing with the Miz at uh, Survivor Series against Cena and The Rock and MSG. Mm-hmm. The guy has really done it all. He's former NWA World Champion as well. So yeah. I mean, he can cut he can cut the mustard in between the ropes, and he can make you laugh and he can make you mad at him. Like Truth is Truth is just Mister Longevity. I don't think he ever needs to hang it up. No, and he's he's incredibly underrated. That's why we need long Hall of Fame classes because there needs to be room for people like our Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I, I like that you were like, should I go with somebody that's classic or should I go with somebody now? And you went with both. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. This guy was there in the attitude area, er, attitude era. So, yeah. Oh, and then he got his own song like over. Yeah. <laughs> like up? where the whole crowd is. <laughs> Yeah, and now it's happening more often, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens more with a song that already exists that's out there. Like, he got his own song over, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, he's just 
he's he's some of the most fun the wrestling business has ever given us. All right. Well, I think that brings it on to me. That's right. Well, my group so far has been real WWE heavy, and I'm going to pivot a little bit there. I know that uh, White James took Ricochet uh, <laughs> earlier in the draft. I'm going to take uh, Ricochet before there was a Ricochet, and I'm going to go with uh, with an old older dude, um, somebody I did get to meet and, and have some fun with before. A Too Cold Scorpio is going to be my pick uh, in the fourth round. I mean, nice. the accomplishments from this dude in Japan and ECW, being TV champion back in WCW. He was Flash Funk in the WWE. Yeah. Um, athleticism back in the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s, late 90s, athleticism we ain't never seen, especially from a dude his yeah. size. Yeah. Um, never had a bad match. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Too Cold Scorpio in my fourth round spot. Out there looking like Popeye Jones. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, no, this is this is awesome to to bring some of the old uh the older we, we need some more older we do, <laughs> in yeah. here. So this is this is a good one. Well, this is funny too, because I remember like so August of ninety six is kind of when I started getting into rest like I why why I remember watching like early like 91 with my because I was the youngest like my two older brothers watched it so it was kind of there you know what I mean and then 96 like I I think we me and my brother started watching raw the night after SummerSlam of 1996 and uh so like leading up like you know I remember the vignettes for like it was that that Survivor Series team, it was him. It was like all the rookies, him, fucking Rocky Maivia, and like. But then like you know, Flash Funk. I'm like, man, what, like, who is this guy? You know what I mean? And then I'm like, I remember like talking to a buddy of mine at school, like, oh yeah, I'm starting to watch. He's like, oh, I have a bunch of these wrestling magazines if you want them, and they were from like '94, '95, and they were like filling in the gaps. And I'm like, wait. This dude was like amazing. Is this other too cold Scorpio guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you know, he's like on all these lists of like the you know top ten or whatever at the time, and it's like, damn, this dude was fucking awesome. And it's like, yeah, Flash Funk though. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he got that name because Vince had asked him, well, you know, what do you like to do? And he goes, well, I love to dance. He goes, well, what's your dancing style? And he goes, I don't know. It's kind of flashy, funky, and like, flash funk, pal. And then <laughs> the name, the name oh. just kind of stuck. I was actually at that Survivor Series in, in oh, really? where he debuted, him and The Rock yeah. debuted yeah. in the same match. Oh, oh shit. Flash, you are so funky. My first pay-per-view. Yeah, I love that. The theme and the chicks yeah. and like the, the yeah. 450. I mean, yeah. he was so dope. And I was so happy he made it to WWE because yeah. I'd seen him for years in ECW and WCW yeah. before then. So that was pretty cool that he was there. Yeah. Hell yeah. We should last it more. Yeah. Well, uh, we lost Andy for a moment, but I'm still gonna, I'm still going to keep going. I'm just going to pop in. Yeah, he'll be he back. Can, yeah, he can catch Let's up. Let's go. <laughs> so uh let's see here i oh okay this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take another member of new day biggie has already been taken uh mm-hmm. but uh, i love this guy mainly for the fact that like he's into all the stuff i'm into video games uh he's he's got a master's degree in psychology dude is a He's just fucking, he plays the goddamn trombone. I played the baritone, you know, like here we are, here we are. 
So I'm going Xavier Woods. I oh, yeah. I love him personality wise. I feel like he is just mm-hmm. really good at at being the voice of New Day. You know what I mean? He's kind of like yeah. I feel like he's kind of like the leader of the the group. You know what I mean? In my opinion. And uh, yep. yeah, yep. And, uh, yeah. So like, underrated in the ring. So the, underrated. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's got like you know he's got the G four tie in, so he's like he you know he's getting bigger like yeah with the game and with you know the video game stuff like he's he's setting up he's definitely got careers after wrestling and I feel like one of those things like it's going to be one of those things where you like when you remember the you know in the late nineties when you were like oh yeah Will Smith was a rapper back in the day like that's going to happen with him. <laughs> oh yeah like, oh yeah that just was right. a, that dude was a wrestler. I forgot all about. He's that. gonna be host host of shit for sure. Like definitely, yeah. yeah. His dream was to host uh, like a reboot of Nick Arcade, and I'm like, if that ain't us, uh, I know if that don't say you're one of us. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, I met uh, with several times through his NXT days and early WWE days. I think maybe even when he was at TNA, he's every bit what you see, man. Just a fantastic dude. Yeah. And I'm really excited that you know up until this latest unfortunate injury, he's starting to get a lot of them, but mm-hmm. um, you really start to see that he can bring it between the ropes yeah. and oh, yeah. the reigning king of the ring. I mean, it, uh, super talented. What else can you say? He's awesome. Fucking a. hell yeah. I like that. I like that sign off. <laughs> Fucking a. So uh, I guess King we're going to are approved. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, now we're going to head into uh, another little segment. We like to call that's so Raven. That's so shitty. So here we go. That's Maybe Andy will get in here for this. Says his computer's restarting. Um, Likely excuse. I can go ahead and start it off real quick because okay, my Raven is. Uh, we just did a bracket on Instagram Live, and it was it was one of the funnest times I feel like I've had doing the whole doing this whole show. And I don't know if it was because I was blasted drunk by the end of it, but. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, like we did a bracket sixty four man crushes, and we whittled it down to our favorite man crush. And uh, I'm not going to tell you guys who wins. You know, go to YouTube and you can watch it because uh, it was a lot of fun. And I mean, I hope that it was fun for the audience too. But it was fun. It was. I don't know. I felt like I, I that spark of of the beginning and of the draft podcast. That excitement was like it. It. I felt that. You know, and you know what I love about it though is people. Yeah. People, I think, are gonna go like, "Well, I'll just listen because there's one that's just the final four. You know what I okay, mean? Yeah, the yeah. video. Yeah. And I feel like they're gonna go, "How did we get here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like, they're gonna have to go back and watch the yeah. rest to see like at least context. at <laughs> least the thirty year olds. They're gonna have to watch and see how we got there. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, there's there's definitely a dark horse in the final four, but uh, you know, Instagram. Oh yeah, that's but it was a lot of fun, and I think people yeah. I think people will enjoy it. So I just wanted to shout it out so that like people head yeah. to YouTube, check out just Jabroni you on YouTube and check it out. See, you'll yeah. see the man. Cr- we'll, the, we'll, we'll, 
let's post it on the socials and yeah, we'll have a link in know. link in bio, all that shit. Yeah. So yeah. That's right. That's that, right. Click yeah. here, save here, like yeah. here, comment yeah. here. Gotta get that link. <laughs> but yeah. Uh so that's my that's my Raven. I was happy with that. And I was also yeah. uh in bed for like two days afterwards because I'm a forty year old man now and I can't bit handle getting drunk anymore. <laughs> I I'm relatable. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about that because I've got a uh, on the fourth because there's been no work things in like two years, you know, like they're not signing off on anything, but one of our buyers is retiring March 4th. And like, I'm there's like, they're, they're doing the, you know, we're doing the retirement party. And I know that that's just going to be one of those nights where I'm just going to be like, I, I may end up calling James like, Hey buddy, can you let me stay at your house? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, be- the guest room is always open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I watched uh, I watched the uh, House of Gucci this weekend, man. It is oh. so fucking good. Really? What's that uh, on? Um, I watched it on uh, like you know VOD. So yeah. Um, I don't know if it's. I think that's all it is right now. Um, just the, like digital uh, buy, like rent or whatever. But oh my gosh, so good. Um. Is that what Jared, like, like James Google Jared Leto house of Gucci, because if you have not seen him in this movie, you're gonna, like that. The picture that pops up will be, be like, oh, I have to see this fucking movie. <sighs> um, but Lady Gaga like crushes it. Like I, she does such a good job in this. Um, I really feel like, Oh my God. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Like, like Lady Gaga is so underrated, I think, as an a- actress. There, there he is. <laughs> I pulled it up at work today, and one of the ladies goes, "Oh, is that the is that the guy from the the, the uh, like talking about Ben Franklin?" She goes, "Is that the guy from the hundred dollar bill?" <laughs> like, that's what that's what he looks like in this movie. Um, but yeah, and. It's I don't know it's just so so good. Adam Driver does a great job. Uh, uh, it's a Ridley Scott movie, so you know it, it's it's there. It's long. I will warn people. It's like two and a half hours, but uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good story. And I never knew. I mean, I it's not like I paid attention to the 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 story of the Gucci family, but uh, it's a pretty interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting thing. How what it all what all went down? So Gucci is out of my price range, so I don't really know much about it at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Since this was about Gucci, was Gucci Mane included in? in uh, uh, well, then no, it well failed. Before his time, it's I not believe, that it failed. So. <laughs> it, ends, it wasn't it, icy enough if Gucci wasn't in there. <laughs> if right. if Flair wasn't part of it, <laughs> it uh it it ends in like 1995. So no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, James, you got anything, uh, anything uh, cool or anything shitty that you want to talk about and get off your chest or anything you watch, anything you listen to, anything? Oh man, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, right now I'm, um, I'm knee deep in Big Brother, uh, which is always one of my favorite reality shows. I'm catching up on one of the Australian versions of that and watching the celebrity one. 
Um, I don't think I've watched much terrible. I kind of stick in my nice lane of things I enjoy. So I'm normally yeah, yeah. here watching Mar- Martin reruns, and that'll never <laughs> let me down. Martin, my favorite show of all time. It'll never, it'll never lead me astray. Yeah. So no, I haven't, I haven't really had anything that I have not uh, enjoyed watching lately. Yeah. Okay. Good. good. Besides that dunk contest, that was trash. Oh my about that? god! I know. <laughs> that contest you... was awful. God. <laughs> so bad. I wish Cole Anthony like would have just changed it up like that. Like he just went forever. I felt like he went well, forever. <laughs> like he just shouldn't have been in it. <laughs> is this the problem. I love Cole Anthony. Yeah. He shouldn't have been in it. He shouldn't have been in it. Yeah. And who's the I dude? I think Cole was fine to be in it. I mean, I'm biased. I love Cole. I do. I um, love him I too. too. I do. Yeah. I mean, I only got to know him a little, little bit caught. before I left yeah. the Magic. But uh, but once I saw the Timberland came out, and then where I knew this was going off the off the rails was it wasn't even pre-tied. Like he had to make everybody wait. He does this weird dance, then he has to make everybody wait for his dad to come down there. Yeah, yeah. It never got. It literally it just, did not get off on the right foot. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, as former employee, I'm thinking. Oh, they didn't know that he's about to dunk in Timberlands. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know because what if he rolls his ankle? We had we had Jonathan Isaac a rolling ankle at a jersey unveiling before at Disney. Oh my! You God. can definitely roll an ankle, and this was yeah. just hanging out with fans. You can definitely roll an ankle yeah. dunking in a Timberland boot, but yeah, I mean, Which I'm is- not there anymore. I can give you the trade secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which that part was fine, actually, just because, you know, he, he brought his dad out there and he, they played the game, yeah. like lift it higher, put it here, you know, whatever, which, but like, it was his second attempt at the dunk that like drove me insane. It just, I just, I wanted him to just like, just realize that no, dude, this ain't going to happen. Like you gotta, right. you gotta like switch it up. And the, the dude from Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, I think that's who, who was the second the second guy that went super long. There was a the, dude from the Thunder? I think it was. There was some dude from Golden was, State. I never know the guys. Obi Toppin from the Knicks. Yeah. Which, um, and then. I kind of feel bad. Oh, Jalen Green from Houston. Jalen Green, Green Houston, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's who it was. Houston. Okay. Uh, Sad to watch. But, yeah. It was I, bad. Obi, I kind of feel bad for him just because, like, he got as almost like a participation trophy in a way. It's like, That's it's all like, right. Yeah, like you. Yeah. We're not going to remember yeah. it. Take yeah. the trophy and leave. It's sad. Oh, I, I, we're never going to forget it. <laughs> it. It felt like a very. Cle- my Cleveland friends are going to. I hope they don't. I don't I'm not going to tell them. But it felt like it, a very Cleveland experience, right? Like, this was not the dunk contest for Miami or LA. Yeah. Wasn't like, you know, the sexiest dunk contest experience. It felt very drab and blah. You know, like they so need to appropriate. They need to add some incentive to it to get some of these. Like, if Ja Morant was out there trying it, like you know, it would have been incredible. So, yeah, it's just not worth it to these guys. Yeah, you know, like even if there's they, no big incentive for it. Even if they just did it like uh, the same way that they do the game, where where there's a donation, like a large donation gets given to a charity of your choice, like do it like that. I bet you that would get get some of the players to be excited about it. You know, but 
I mean, yeah. they could just write that out, that off themselves if they really like. Exactly. I don't know what's going to make them want to actually participate in the event, but yeah, I don't know. Well, they got to be some solution because that was atrocious. I know that. Ja, and, I know they're begging Jaw now, so maybe yeah, next year. Just, maybe <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. do we have to do to get Morant and the uh, and the Dunk Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's there's some. They'll fit. Here's the thing with the the NBA. They'll figure out something to incentivize the right people to do it. I, I truly believe that they will. Yeah. Um, especially after this. It's your 75th year anniversary. You've I got know. all of your best players of all time, you know, sitting at the court watching this, and you put out your worst dunk competition of all time. Do you see do you see Kareem Abdul Jabbar just left? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's got to beat the traffic in <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. So great. Yeah. Um, did you guys already? Uh, I was having some issues, but uh, no. did you guys already talk uh, after party? Not yet. I think no. we'll wait. Do you? Do you have a Raven or Sheedy first? Yeah, actually, um, uh, Bel Air. Okay. Bel Air okay. is amazing. Like, I'm. You know, I was excited about the story of it, about how, you know, Will Smith went to bat for these dudes that put out this amazing trailer and said, like, we got to make this show. And then he got Peacock to, like, uh, you know, agree to a season or two of this. Um, But I was a bit nervous how it would come across. Um, And it is awesome. It is really good. I'm four episodes in. That's all there's been so far, um, but I highly recommend it. I think it's really, really good and well yeah. done. You know what I noticed on nice. Pe- on Peacock is nothing else from I could tell on like the banner thing had the Rotten Tomatoes uh, percentage except for that show, and it was sixty percent. I was like, that doesn't seem like something huh. that you want to promote if no if no other show (laughs) has the little tomato on it why do you have the 60 percent on yeah yeah that's that's weird Um, (laughs) i I think it's really well done and i'm really enjoying it yeah Um, i want to see it i'm i'm excited for it so but i also understand there's probably a bunch of people that are just gonna associate will smith and fresh prince and just be like well it's not that you well, know, to and be, then they're going to hate on it. And... To be fair, 60% isn't rotten. Like, that's a, that's still a good score as far as Rotten Tomatoes goes. So, like, but, but I think there's yeah. probably a ton of people that are probably yeah. it's doing that. Pretty it's, fresh. You know, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but I, I've, I just I've thought, really enjoyed it. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I want to see yeah. it. I'm interested. But, uh, um, you ready to get down and dirty? Let's do it. Uh, so here's here's the part of the show, James, where until we get to the finale, uh, we're just going to do this every week where we talk briefly about the after party, which is our um, – it's, it's I would say it's our favorite show going on right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so good. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, uh, a bunch of names uh, in it. Ben Schwartz, um, Alana Glazer. Yeah. Uh, Ike Barinholtz. Yeah, Dave Franco. Something people in there. Dave yeah. Franco, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a it's a murder mystery show. Nope. Um, What's it so, on? Apple uh, TV. Yeah. 
Yeah. So fun. It's but, what five, five or six episodes right now. I yeah, love shout out to Sam Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> what sucks is I haven't uh, seen this new episode yet. Oh, you haven't. I feel bad. Okay. But we can. You it's guys right. go. You guys go ahead and talk about it because it's not going to spoil it for me. So that's fine. Okay. There was one thing that I like. Uh, the arrow was revealed, which was one thing we were kind of like, where yep. did that arrow came from? That that was revealed. Um, we know who that. Yep. Yeah. So I I've been teasing it for a while, Andy. I got to tell you why your pick doesn't or potentially isn't going to be it. Okay. So you said Gen 2. I did. Who has disappeared. Yes. So my brother brought up a good point. When she thought she was getting peed on, it was the drink, which had the cat tranquilizer in it, which she said, oh, my God, it got in my mouth. She just passed out somewhere because she's – She's sucked. If I had a nickel. I know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so he's uh, – my brother's theory is it can't be her because she's probably – it's going to – like she's going to end up passed out in some funny place. Like that's what he thinks. So Okay. okay um, yeah. That makes sense. Now. Who is this episode? I'm, Who is the character of the main? Zoe. Zoe. Okay. And it is so good. It's uh, It's done as a cartoon. Yeah. Oh really? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck. that's the okay. I wish I had so this it. is the other cool thing about the show is so each episode is each person's retelling of the events of the night, but every episode is done in like a different style. So uh first episode was like romantic comedy and then it was like Fast and the Furious action movie and then it was a musical and then it was yeah um like horror movie and then the cartoon like so each week is something different and it's it's oh my god it's so much fun and like hearing everybody else's like perspective of what happened that night is so fucking funny because so good. there's some things like some parts of the story that <laughs> All five people has said it, it went down a different way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. Um, the other thing, too, Andy, is what I noticed was um, in the Chelsea episode, she was, when she goes out on the balcony, and I can't remember who she goes to talk to, but as she walks by Gen 2, Gen 2 goes, yeah, I think we're going to go. Cause we have a sitter at home and it's real quiet in the background, but I was like, Oh, like, cause I rewatched these two. So, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, but I also so, don't think it's Zoe anymore either. So I think I'm out. Yeah. So Walt's still alive. Walt's still, Walt's Walt's still, still alive. Good. Okay. Jim, Jim Jim still I still forgot alive. about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I do have a new theory. <laughs> Um, my, my new sitting theory is a suicide. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Although we, we still don't know what the blonde wig came from. I don't think. No. Unless I, unless I missed that. Okay. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So, but yeah. Uh, Okay. I I just want to say one thing else I noticed and I don't know. I don't think it's giving anything away, but if you watch the credits, each little like thing 
goes along with every episode so far. Damn it. I need to go back and watch the credits. Like, just watch the opening scene and you'll see, like, the first one is, like, the romance and then the action and then the, like, it all goes together. Okay. So, okay. I don't know if it means anything, but yeah. they're, they're dropping breadcrumbs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. James, oh, James, none of that gave anything away. You're going to love the show if you check it out. It's, it's, yeah. great. it's check fantastic. It out. Hell yeah. Yep. And I thought I heard you say something about Big Brother. Uh, I am in a fantasy Big Brother game. I won last season. No big deal. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I selected Xavier. You know, so. This was a great pick, man. Uh, Team pick I had out. X. I had Tiffany. Um, I had uh, uh, the the dude that uh, I had Derek X. Man, I had a squad. That that's a loaded roster. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then uh, the girl, um, the youngest girl that Chata? was in the cookout, Chata. That was my uh, last pick. So that was my that was my big squad. Hannah Chata fan. Yeah, I was a, I was a big fan, and uh, this one there's like five of us playing. There's only like eleven people, so we only had two each. Um, my first pick is still in it. My second pick was Chris Kattan, who walked off the show. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Todrick uh, was my first pick, and he's still in it. So um, I don't care if he's likable or not. If he wins, he wins me money. <laughs> I'm rooting for you when when that comes about next uh, next season. Holla at me! I can get on yeah. in the league. All right, um, all right. That's uh, that's with Andy Goshi. Yeah, Which, Andy actually, Goshi, who uh, he's a yeah. for, another former guest of the show, but uh, yeah, two time two timer, just like you, James. But uh, that's right. That's right. Um, awesome. That actually reminds me because Andy Goshi wrote the episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I mean, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine right now. And I meant to talk about this last week because I saw it right before the show last week. But like, when Gina gets hit by a bus, I was like, I was like sitting there like, like I couldn't even speak for a good five minutes. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, is that real? And then the next episode, it was you know, the first season episode of the next season or whatever, and they bring her back. But I was like, that, yeah. that was like, I thought she was dead for a second. I was like, what the fuck? Very <laughs> <laughs> well. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, but, yeah, here we go. All right. We're coming back. Back to me. Here we go. I'm going to take an older guy now. And uh, this is, uh, I don't know if this will fit into into the world that you guys have created here. But uh, for me, <laughs> even though he wasn't really like a wrestler for very long, and I feel, I feel like he got his character from a movie that he was in and then brought it to wrestling. So I assume, I'm not exactly sure, but... I watched a bunch of highlights of this guy, and I'm a big fan of his film career. So I'm going with Tiny Lister Jr. right now. <laughs> yeah. So, Zeus. That's right, Zeus. And I, 
Zeus came from No Holds Barred, right? Like, was he a character before yeah. No Holds Barred, or he came in after? After the movie. He was brought in to promote the movie. Yeah. Um, he was an actor that they hired to be the, the foil of, of Rip in the movie, and then they got the idea of, hey, wait a minute, what if, and then next thing you know, they were training him to get into the ring. Yeah. And, uh, and main event in SummerSlam, I think that was SummerSlam 89. Yeah. With, uh, with him and uh, Macho King versus Brutus Beefcake and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And I... Dude, I love I love Tiny as a as a actor. So and I watching like the, you certainly don't love him as a wrestler. He was terrible. I, I love dude. I love it. I went back and watched. I went back and watched these highlights. I was watching him uh, like his his tag stuff with with uh, Macho Man and like I watched a clip of him on Arsenio Hall. And, uh, dude, I fucking loved it so much. Just the way Arsenio yeah. was afraid to ask him questions and shit. Like, Arsenio was such a big wrestling fan. Man. It was so nice. yeah. I used to love when the wrestlers would go on Arsenio because yeah. I loved his show, but he was yeah. such a big fan yeah. and he had wrestlers on it. That's so dope. I wish I could. You saw that on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Right, I, I, I want to go watch that back. Yeah. I watched it for the first time today. And, like, uh, <laughs> but, like, I'm just a big fan of, like, Debo and, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Tiny's the man. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, so I don't know. I and what I also am a big fan of No Holds Barred. That movie, like, yeah. what's that smell? Oh, I love No Holds I I joked before, but like, really, I remember like as a kid, like when he broke Hogan's neck, like that was serious business, man. He snapped his neck. Like it was like the ring. Like he broke his neck. I don't know. I mean, he did a lot of like hammer fist stuff or whatever, but like, yeah. you know, he's just a big giant dude. I love like, I love those big giant dudes like that. They just fucking hammer you. Yeah. So, all right, James, you're back. See, Definitely I didn't think, did not see the Zeus pick coming. I didn't think it would fit in the world, but <laughs> it was not on my list. Uh, uh, but there's so much, so many talented people here. A lot of great choices were made. I know. So I really got to think about who I want this fifth pick to be. Um, man, man, what a pick. Well, you know, I got one person on, on my team who's kind of scratching the surface of, of reaching that main event. And then the next fifth one that I'll pick will kind of be somebody who's even younger than that, you know, in, in her career. I'm going to take the undefeated TNT champion, Jade Cargill, as oh, my fifth whew. selection. Yeah, so, you went the future. Yeah, when we got the all current. bases covered uh, with, with yeah. the, the solidity of this team. And with her, I mean, undefeated, just getting her start in wrestling, but the, an athlete who is becoming and rounding into a pretty decent, too soon to be, really great pro wrestler. Uh, and already has the charisma down pat, already must see TV when she's on Dynamite and Rampage, already got the look and the swagger of a champion. And uh, I'm excited to see where she's going to be in, you know, a couple years in her career. I was, uh, I mean, this has nothing to do with her wrestling, but like, I was shocked to find out she's with Brandon Phillips. The, the oh. shortstop? Yeah. That's who her, uh, that's who she's dating. Interesting. Did yeah. not know that. But yeah. I saw her up close, uh, like literally probably six feet away. Um, I was sitting close to Daly's place right where the wrestlers were walking by. Yeah. She's the most impressive female I've ever seen live in my life. 
like it's like what people would say about Brock Lesnar yeah. is what I would say about her as a female. Like I was just like, like you it wasn't in an just airport, me. dude. Like yeah. <laughs> you're gonna notice. Yeah. It was everybody that was around me. We were all just like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah. I've never seen this before. Like I've never yeah. seen anything like this before. She's one of one. Crazy. Yeah, like man. she's built like nobody I've ever seen in person. Yeah, so Jade Cargill, fifth round pit. Whew, man. God, there's so many like I feel bad. I feel bad there's so many trailblazers we just haven't mm-hmm. taken yet. But I can't be the one to take it. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You got to appear young, you know. You're just one no, of those kids. I can't because there's two dudes here that I'm. I, I like. Oh, I love so much. Since I already have one member of the new day, I'm gonna go the other route here and take. Newly uh, acquired, one of the hottest free agents that should have never been, Keith Lee. Oh shit, that's a great one. Oh, I thought you were saying I'm going to go with another New Day member. Well, I was saying I was going free agent. Did I miss something? No, I was saying I was going to go with yeah, another New Day yeah. member. Um, um, wait, which one? Because you don't know which one I picked. No, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I was going to go with Keith Lee next to um that's a great pick. Uh yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's a man like it's impossible to screw up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> but for real, this this dude has champion at the highest level written all over him. I yeah. think he will win. Uh, the TNT title, um, you know, sooner rather than later. Um, I hope not. He should be going for that world championship, man. I get it, but I think obviously the world title has some different things that probably need to play out. So I think this is kind oh, of yeah. the first thing the that a- they're going to go with. AEW doesn't push black talent. I forgot. <laughs> oh, wow. I hey, he just big Jay. <laughs> I, I think it's a great opportunity to elevate the TNT championship. Yeah. Uh, putting it on a, a noticeable wrestler. Like, but, yeah. yeah, Keith Lee. You know, I, I just, I just joke because I, I listen to a podcast and they, you know, they always, the one guy is famous for saying that, uh, how does he say that? The AEW main event looks like a, uh, a bowl or a, a paper plate full of rice in a snowstorm. Uh, <laughs> how oddly specific <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but like yeah Keith Lee is yeah. as can't miss as it gets um my favorite thing about Keith Lee is when he's not in the television frame and he just pops up behind you and then there he is <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved when NXT did that and uh and yeah. his checks his body checks man like Dude. The, like the people who sell that, like it's it's so fucking good to just see people fly. <laughs> and AEW has so many uh, like smaller yeah. dudes that can get thrown around. 
that what he mm-hmm. did to uh, somebody else that could get taken here mm-hmm. um, was ultra impressive when he tossed him across the ring. Yeah. Tony Schiavone was literally giddy, like a schoolgirl. Oh. <laughs> laughing at Keith Lee throwing whatever I'll say at Dante Martin across the ring. Hell yeah. Love Keith Lee. Fucking A. Oh, man, Drew. Four picks. Fuck. Yeah, Drew, this is your last um, pick. Yeah, but I was well, just thinking all I, need, all I need is one. But, uh, so. All right, I'm going to go with, because I, I, I did want to go with a current person. You just took the one I really wanted, but this guy is a great substitution. Um, still a current free agent, but I mean the shit he's done. Uh, James references earlier. The match with Ricochet is one of those like indie classics. I'm mm. going Isaiah Swerve Scott. Swerve, Swerve. Um, him go him his kill shot, and then like, dude. I don't know what the fuck, like how the hit row thing, like, well, what, yeah, uh, like, what was that? I don't know. And then you like, and then like NXT dumps all them, and now they bring in like a white rapper, which is real fucking weird. Um, it's like optics aren't good, guys. Optics aren't good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it's really weird, but uh, yeah, man, like he's fucking amazing, and I can't wait till he lands on his feet somewhere. Um, I'm kind of, honestly, I kind of hope he goes to Japan. Like I would love to see him go over there and I mean, they, they need some, they need some foreign talent right now. And I think he would be amazing in that like light heavyweight mm-hmm. division. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ex- excellent, pick. excellent pick. I hope he does a show here in Texas so I can come and see him live in, yeah. uh, in the Indies. He's got my favorite independent wrestling entrance of all time with Shaka Khan's Ain't Nobody. The man nice. just, he, he just, he oozes charisma. He oozes swerve. And oh, it was, yeah. it was awesome to see him get a chance to lead a group in, in hit row that was supposed to be heels, but got over so quickly. And so effectively, Guess what? It was working. And it was working. Yeah. Oh, I don't understand. I, like I talk about it all the time, but man, that cipher was so fucking good last year. Right. And then like, it was, it was one of the best things. Cause even then, like, you know, they, they were already kind of like, uh, like stammering in place a little bit, you know, like, mm-hmm. and like, that was one of the best storylines they had going was, uh, was, was hit row. And, and then they just, they bring them up and then they're like, see ya. Like, I feel like they brought them up just so they would have a 90 day. Yeah, That's one I got nothing on. I yeah. still don't get that one. Nope. Doesn't make any sense, but swerves, swerves a star, man. Yeah. And he will be. I it's it's yeah. I yep. can't yeah. wait. I cannot wait. All right, Drew. All right, my honorables. Um, James, you mentioned him earlier. JYD, like that dude. When I was a kid, I mean that that fucking that was that was one of the yeah. the fucking LJNs we had as a kid. Like my older brother said, like yeah, man, fucking thump it, baby. Uh. And then, like, finding out later, like, all the great shit he did, like, Mid-South and, like, selling Dude, he was Saturday Superdome, morning gold. Like, um, it, I mean, that dude was making a yeah. ton of money, you know, like, just tearing it up 70s, 80s, so. Um, I loved watching his promo work. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's an icon. Yeah. Next, I'm going to go with the man that you could fit a uh, poker chip in his forehead. I'm going Abdul the Butcher. <laughs> like when I deathmatch king icon. I, yeah, I mean when I yeah. was. Um, that's one of those things going through those magazines. It's what I became obsessed with McFoley, like because that's when like that that tape was floating around too, the King of the Deathmatch tournament, and like and then you like. I don't think he was in that, but like you, you like see like oh, not only is it Funk and Foley, but there's also this other guy and Madman from Sudan, baby. That's it. Now he's then, I think he's got like some chicken restaurant in Toronto now or something like that. He's <laughs> he's uh, got some chain, I think. Um, damn, do I want to go new, old? Got to take an icon. I think I do. Um, you know, I'm going to get that man that fucking that Roman got his style from, and I'm going D'Lo Brown. That's taking that chest, chest protector. Roman, <laughs> Roman rocked it for years in honor of D'Lo. I swear to God, I used to <laughs> D'Lo. I used to always play in the video games just so I could do the taunt. Damn it, I just, I just thought of somebody I thought yeah. of earlier that I wanted to pick. Yeah. Fucking, I forgot him. Fuck, oh well. Yeah, D-Lo. Ugh. I love D-Lo so much, man. I used to be able to do that neck thing. Now I need an approxin if I do it. Motrin. Oh, man. Oh, okay, this is tough. Here we go. All right, so... James, you're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see who you pick. Um, white James. I got a, I got a long list here. So yeah. Because uh, the guy that uh, watches the least amount is the one that has to dig the deepest since he goes last. Yeah, it'll um, probably just be all GTW people. <laughs> uh, the first one I'm gonna go with is. Mm, Um, give me the man that had one of the greatest promo offs of all time. Woo! Jay Lethal. Oh. Yeah. I watched that promo with Ric Flair and him at least six times a year. (laughs) Um, it's just one of my favorite things to put me in a good mood when I'm not feeling in a good mood. Because you can't, you can't not laugh and smile at Jay Lethal doing Ric Flair. Yeah. You just like it's it's the most incredible thing ever, and his Macho Man and the Black Machismo, all that stuff. And then boom, he switched it up and went to ROH and like just started racking up titles. And um, I know he hasn't done as much yet, um, but every match that he's had in AEW has been fire too. Um, he's just as you know professional of a professional wrestler as it gets you know um but yeah he can he can do all and i'm looking forward to i don't know what he's gonna do i'm hoping he leads a crew gets with a crew or some sort of thing um but like i'm excited to see uh you know what comes next because because he still has a, a good amount of time left in him you know yeah so 
I was also told Big that thing. Jay Lethal loved my Leroy Shogun graphic, so shout out. Exactly. Shout out Jay exactly. Lethal. <laughs> shout out to Jay Lethal. Um, next one I'm going to go with is um, i got to get me a legend in here, too, and I think it's only right uh, that I take... Oh, oh shoot! You only have, you had yeah, two you picks. Talk, you talked a uh, long time. Give me Rocky this. Johnson and give me uh, uh, Will Hobbs. Will House. Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs. Will House. All right, man. Damn. I was going a different route and and I just I freaked out. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of wondering. I wanted to cut you off on Jay Lethal. Like, dude, you know this is honorables, right? Like, you're just supposed (laughs) to rattle them. (laughs) Jay Lethal's fire, man. I don't know what you want me to say. I know. That's who I was going to pick until you said go with a legend. And then. Now you guys are taking James's time, so I don't know what you're doing here. I can easily rattle mine. It ain't ain't no thing. Um, There's champions still on the list here that aren't touched. So I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston. Uh, Long career, WWE champion. I mean, I thought he was one of the best. I'm amazed we didn't draft him. Um, Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, who I feel the top five technical wrestler in the world right now, Jonathan Gresham, the current uh, Ring of Honor okay. world champion. Yeah, octopus, man. Oh, and yeah. um, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to go with him. And then the last one, I almost wanted to take Jazz here, but I already got two ladies on the team. So I'm going to go with the current Impact Wrestling world champion. Give me yeah. Moose as my uh, Moose. last uh, mention. Moose. Ah, love Moose. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I guess uh, that's to me now, and you guys literally took everybody that I wrote down, so... uh, So, (laughs) I will say this, there's somebody I thought Andy was going with earlier when he said this person has more championships than anybody, Um, and I wanted to take them, and I said D'Lo instead, uh, but if that helps you at all like there's somebody that doesn't help me i don't know who the hell you're talking about but what i'm gonna do is go (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna drew uh sent me a list of 500 best black pro wrestlers uh, as of 2021 and a couple guys from the promotion that we did commentary on are on this list so i'm gonna go with uh for one i'm gonna go with uptown andy brown because oh, yeah. that nice. dude, that dude is incredible. Every match I've ever seen him in. If you guys don't know who he is, uh, go look him up. He's awesome. Look up Flicked Andy me Brown. Off. Yeah, Blake Banks. Blake Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That match was fucking amazing. And then uh, also, I'm gonna go with uh, the man himself, uh, former GTW champion Leroy yeah. Shogun. I did it. I just mentioned that Jay Lethal liked the graphic that I made for Leroy's T-shirt, and uh, yep. Leroy is on this list of top 500. So, that is man yeah. alive. That's right. That's awesome. And uh, finally, I'm gonna go with uh, Apollo Cruz, a guy that you guys okay. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there we go. Man, we left some legends off. Yeah, you know. So, well, you should have left it to of, me. The guy <laughs> I was thinking of was Devon Dudley. Oh, yeah. that, that would have—I would have loved that. Yeah, I, I should have picked that. Damn. 
Yeah. Uh, I didn't even uh, think. And I, I feel bad about not picking like Ernie Ladd. He's on my list. Bobo Brazil. Those are the two. Yep. Godfather's on the list. Too, too far before <laughs> my time. <laughs> yeah. Jackie yeah. Moore. A lot of oh, a lot Jackie, of very yeah. talented uh talented wrestlers that weren't picked. Yeah. Mm. Well we picked uh, a lot of the future though, right? So Yeah. 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 Everybody's represented well for the future besides yeah. probably Omos and Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. And Velveteen. Who? <laughs> I never heard of him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Omos, he was Omos the first like a pick. Zeus. Oh man, it's a lot of stomping and kicking. Yeah, <laughs> man, he's got a he's got a long way to go. But yeah, I can't believe Titus didn't get picked though. What did? I can. What did the? <laughs> <laughs> what would you list this as accomplishments? Uh, that gif. That slip. <laughs> Where you slid into the ring. Oh my god! <laughs> I, lo- yeah. I love watching that. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's lucky he didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. very lucky. Leo oh, Rush man. is another guy I had. Let's Leo Rush is could have been picked. Well, here's the thing with Leo, and I know, yeah, I know we did this, but hey, whatever. Leo is one of the most impressive dudes to watch, just in the fact of how he moves so differently. But I just want him to get somewhere and stay there for a yeah. little while, you know? Agreed. And like then he he has he's through the roof potential. It's just. Um, I just want him to. His biggest issue is that he's Leo Rush. I know, <laughs> I know. But talent. There's nobody that moves one. like him, though. Nobody. Yeah. I wanna. I I would like the honorable honorable uh, lead Moriarty too. I think that dude is the future also. So yeah, yeah. for sure. No yeah, doubt. A lot of great ones. A lot of great uh, black. I don't even know who I picked it as honorables because I freaked out on my last two picks. <laughs> Soul Man Rocky Johnson and Powerhouse Will Hobbs. Oh, nice. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. But Jay Lethal. Yeah. Scorpio Sky. Uh, All right. Uh, Anybody doing ad drops or steals or trades? Uh, It's up to you, Andy. I love my roster. Yeah. I think I'm locked My roster's loaded, too. Yeah, my shit. I got Sheltie B. I got all I need. This is one that was too too good, like you know what I mean. It's like there's too many, yeah, too many. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's a very loaded crop, so you really don't need to steal. Yeah, you know, and ain't like everybody's team is is very well loaded, and it speaks to how many great you know black wrestlers there have been, both you know past, present, future. Um, there's a there's a lot more than we initially realized, you know. Yeah. The present and future okay. is so like that's what's crazy though. The present and future is so much better, like right now, than it was if you go back even like 15 years ago. Yeah, like, totally agree. It, it's just it's crazy to see the difference, you know, uh, from from back then to now. Like if we would have done this in '95. Like the the bottom of the list would be, you know, uh, tiny lister. But since we're doing it in 2022, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, It's way different. When he played the president in Fifth Element, my God, (laughs) I love him. Ninety-five. I would have picked Amon Johnson. Yeah, I would have picked like Viscera. Yeah, pick Mabel. Yeah. 
So, so uh, James, you want right. to read off the team? Well, here we this go. Era, man, what a good. That's a good poll. These are about him. these are the best black wrestlers of all time. James's team, White James's team. Number one, Booker <laughs> T. Number two, Ricochet. Number three, Naomi. Number four, Xavier Woods. And number five, Zeus, Tiny Lister Jr. <laughs> Damn right. Team is stacked, bro. That's, a, that's an incredible team. That's a hell of a team. That take on anybody. Zeus right up front. All right, this is James's team of best black wrestlers of all time. Number one, The Rock. Number two, Bianca Belair. Number three, Bobby Lashley. Number four, Two Cold Scorpio. And number five, Jade Cargill. And for Andy's team... Number one, Sasha Banks. Number two, Shelton Benjamin. Number three, Big E. Number four, R-Truth. And number five, Keith Lee. And for Drew's team, best black wrestlers of all time. Number one, Ron Simmons. Number two, Mark Henley. Henley. He's like a nice Henley shirt. <laughs> nice Mark Henley. Henry. Number three, MVP. Number four, Awesome Kong. And number five, Swerve. I Hell really yeah. like debated stealing Andy, but now you have fucking four, so there's no point. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can literally just steal I, it right back I and wanted, not, it doesn't I wanted, hurt him. I wanted Sa- Sasha so bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Now, this, these are, uh, you know, uh, stacked teams, and uh, if we do this in a year, like, it might drastically change with Good. even people like Ricky Starks and uh, Dante Martin and people like that. So, um, man, uh, happy Black History Month, everybody. Um, it's it's good to see that uh, wrestling is in it's, – it's in a pretty good place in terms of uh, the future of black wrestlers, I would say. Yeah, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. And uh, a, lot, a lot of great representation here. And uh, a lot from the past, too, which is really nice to see. So I'm glad we did yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, man. Hey, thanks, thanks for coming, for coming on, on. We will not yeah. wait another four years to have you back <laughs> yeah. on. All right, um, man. We'll, we'll make it happen. Next time yeah, it won't we'll, be wrestling. We'll do something like we'll do whatever you want. You know, we'll let you pick. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. with it, man. Yeah. I'm with it. I know you've, you've already done sitcoms. I know you've already done TV themes. So I'll have to come up with something that's all right. Uh, we can, we touch, can work so. our way around and find, <laughs> yeah. and find something. We always, yeah, there's definitely a, a side road to everything that we can get to for sure. Well, yeah, that no sounds doubt. good, fellas. I will not be a stranger. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Appreciate you coming through, man. Anytime. I appreciate hey, cool, everybody. <laughs>